probably can hear the music, huh? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Hey, 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 this is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. Guess what? I'm back. You know, I mean, I took a little break. We had um, family vacation somewhere, and that was actually a lot of fun. And this episode is going to be about garage keeper insurance versus garage liability insurance. Can you believe it? I'm on episode 36. I brought in Francis Hughes, and I hope I pronounced that right. You did. <laughs> I did? Oh, okay. And Francis, I'm going to let you, you know, introduce yourself, and you're on. I mean, go ahead. Thank you, Mary. So, hello, everyone. My name is Francis Hughes. I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, my husband and I, we have a paintless dent repair business called InfoDent. We have been in business for about three years. Okay. That's a little bit about us. The reason why I brought you in is because when uh, Chris got trained by Mike, I, you know, I mean, we just hit it off and I said, you know what? Anything you need, if you need help with, let's say, you know, trying to figure out which insurance you need for your company, then let me know. Maybe I can, you know, point you to the right direction or give you some pointers on what to ask and what to look for, because you do need to ask the right questions to figure out which one is for you, you know, for your company. Because some of us in the PDR industry, we, you know, some of us are actually a mobile service and some of us have a body, you know, a shop. I wouldn't say body shop and then some of us are doing both like for us you know we are actually doing both we have a mobile service and we also have a shop so what works for me might not work for you so walk us through the process of uh, how did you actually research which insure you know which insurance coverage you actually need for your company. And then I'm going to explain later what's the garage keeper insurance versus the garage liability. So it was great when we were in San Diego meeting with you and you brought up the insurance because it wasn't something that we really had thought of. Uh, we mm -hmm. had, like I said, we've had our business for a few years, but we really hadn't um, established our business until Chris went to go and see Mike for training. So I wasn't mm -hmm. even aware that this was something that we needed. So after we spoke, we decided, okay, let's look into all of the logistics that we need. And so I started reaching out to companies, some were brokers, some were private insurance companies mm -hmm. to see about getting garage keeper insurance and it was interesting because i was new to the process um and there was a lot of insurance companies that didn't cover it so it was hard trying to find the companies that did have it and also uh there each company required different information uh, mm -hmm. in order to give you different quotes and when i first did the first the first company that responded I saw the quote and my mouth just dropped. I was like, how could it be this expensive? And so I told Chris, uh, I mean, there was about 16 different pages. There's all these things that it said that it covered. I mean, it looked good, but I'm like, is this something that we really need? And that's mm -hmm. when I reached out to you, Mary, asking you, hey, can you look at this? Because 
I'm so new to this and I don't know what I'm what they're sending me and I want to make sure that if we I'm fine with paying this if we need this coverage but I don't want to pay for all these additional things that we don't need and from mm -hmm. there you know we were able you directed me to other people to help along the way to see if they were able to help and they gave me more guidance on what um, insurance I should be looking for. Mm -hmm. And when I actually received that information from you, it was like, I don't know how many pages. I, I think it was like between 20 or something pages. And as I was reading through it, I was like, wow, for someone like probably like who's never seen legal, you know, writings, it's overwhelming because the stuff they, they put in it and the way it's written, it's kind of hard to understand because I'm going through it. I mean, I'm familiar with and used to familiar and used to reading legal stuff just because I've seen it all the time, you know, contracts, you know, uh, anything that I need for my uh, business, especially in California, we require so many stuff that we need, like certification, insurances, you know. So I'm familiar with reading stuff, something like this. But when I saw what you sent me, I was like, this is overwhelming to me. I don't even know half of the stuff that they're talking about. And I was like, the only way to really find out is to give them a call. I was like, well, let me point you to my people and see if they can help you. But I know for a fact that what would work in California would not work in other states. That's why I asked um, my person, her name is um, Chris. So I said, hey, can you help my friend Francis? And do you actually cover New Mexico's because they're, they're in New Mexico? And then in the beginning she said yes, right. but Correct. she did say that in other state they do cover it. So, um, so with that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, I can't even call you back and interpret it because there's so many stuff there that they're probably, you probably don't need that they're trying to sell to you. So that way your premium will be higher. Now, now remember this insurance companies, there's, you know, whoever you're talking to, they're selling you stuff. So they're the salespeople trying to sell you stuff that you probably don't need if you don't do your due diligence. And also from my experience, when we first started doing this, I also um, found out that there are certain things that you need to ask them. Like, for example, um, what would it cover? Do you need the coverage if, you know, if it's a certain amount, as well as what would determine the premium? I want to first... Um, kind of like give an idea the difference between the garage keeper you know for those folks out there that doesn't know the difference the garage keeper versus the garage liability from my understanding of course this is from my understanding i'm not an insurance salesperson to be able to actually you know have the final say that this is what it is you folks out there need to call an insurance company and ask them but the important part is you need to know what questions to ask so you can get the right answer. So anyways, um, from my understanding, Garage Keeper Insurance covers the damage to a customer's vehicle. Like say, for example, you're working on a car and the car is in your shop and somehow there's a damage, then they come in and they will cover that. But let's say you, you're mobile and you have, you know, let's say your husband, Chris, saw a customer 
at their uh, location, whether it's a work or home. Let's say he ended up um, having a tool on the, let's say maybe on the driveway and somebody trip or maybe one of your customer trip, then you could be liable for that. You know, they can sue you or who knows what else could happen. So you want to be covered. Then you have that insurance, you know, to kind of help you as far as the coverage, right? For me, what I'm saying is that the garage liability insurance is usually covers the insurance liability for operations and autos. What I found out from doing all the research long ago, you know, I'm trying to refresh my memory too, is that you might need both. Like for me, I have a shop and I actually need both where I can have, you know, I need the garage liability insurance and also the garage keeper insurance, because if I just have one, then I'm really not cover. I'm going to actually um, have you continue, Francis, on like, how did you figure out which one you're actually going to need for you? Because I know Chris is starting as a mobile service. Yeah. So for us, um, we did we did figure out that we needed both is from what the different insurance agencies said that we needed. And they also based it on giving us our quote on what our yearly income potentially could be. But they said for both um, insurances, it would be beneficial for us to have. Okay. And I think from my conversation with you, I told you, whatever you do, you want to make sure that you're covered for, I don't know, like you have a coverage of at least a million dollars. So if you get sued, then let's say, you're, you know, you're fully covered. You know what I'm saying? If something happens, right? And then I also, I think, talk to you about um, to keep your premium low because you know, you're not a company that's been around for five, 10 years. You're, to me, you're just starting. So you don't really know what's your sales revenue is. You know, there's, you can't see the pattern yet because you can't compare yet. So, so I emphasize on if you're going to talk to an insurance company, make sure that you're not going to say, hey, we're making this huge amount of uh, money, like, you know, as far as sales revenue, because then your premium's really going to go up. You know, you just want to be, you know, in the beginning, you want to have just enough coverage for your company, but then not to, pay, you know, not pay a, you know, a high premium. So those are like some of the stuff that you found out that they were asking you, right? Or you shared this to them. Yes, correct. So that's how they based it on what our estimate was going to be. Um, and the company that we ended up going with, um, part of us getting this quote was at the end of the year, we will have to report our sales. And from there, you know, we'll see where we're at. If we are making more than what we predicted, then that's when we'll have to do an increase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, did you ask some questions about discounts? Because sometimes companies, they do have, you know, they do give discounts like a, an auto insurance companies. If you, if you're a good driver, they'll give you a discount. If you're a, if you're older, they'll give you a discount. Did you ask this company if they're going to give, you know, if there's any discount that they can, you know, give you so that way your premium will, you know, will be lower? They did not tell me about any discounts, but they did ask within the few years that we have had the business if there was any kind of um, 
any kind of lawsuits that we've had or anything that we would need to report. So I don't know if that's mm. what they based it on also, since we don't have any, any losses, any. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess, I mean, it, that kind of makes sense because if somebody, you know, if somebody had sued you or if there's some losses, then that's important to them, I guess, to determine what would be your premium, right? Or whether they would even accept you, correct? Correct, correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, did they, um, so they did, you, you didn't ask, I think with my, uh, with my company, I think I did ask that because, you know, I'm so detailed. I ask all these questions because if they have some kind of a discount that they offer, I'll be like, yay. You know, <laughs> when I get a discount or when I think I get like a bargain, you know, uh -huh. I'm like, this is good. I did my job right. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> yeah. Well, so they were like half of what, you know, the other bit that we had been getting. And so I'm like, you know, to me, that was a good enough discount. I guess I hadn't even thought of it. But mm -hmm. I mean, that is something good to look into. Yeah. Yeah. Because compared to what you told me that you, you got quoted for from that one company and compared to what you got now, I was like, wow, this is a lot. And then I was like, the minute you, you know, the minute I found out, I was like, I, I couldn't relax. I'm like, I don't want Francis and Chris to end up paying a lot, you know? So I said, I got to help them. And so um, I don't know if you mind, we want to give our viewers an idea, the difference between the first quote that you got and this quote that you ended up going with as far as the company that you went with do you mind sure. sharing that to us no just give um, so, us some kind of an estimate is it like this amount oh, versus this amount so the first company that added had 20 some pages of all these different things that they said they added in but i'm like no one gives anything for free that mm -hmm. one i don't know i think it was like 2300 dollars and this company that we decided to go with i think was about a thousand so mm -hmm. almost half of what a lot more than half of what the first company we got but we did go through several ones and this and looked at all the different options and this one covered the most uh-huh that's good i think um i kind of highlighted when we were talking you know when we were talking i kind of highlighted that the most important thing is that make sure you have enough coverage yeah so I, so i said something like at least a minimum of a million dollar and then you start going up you know right. and yeah and then also francis is that estimate like uh every six months or is it every year uh, every six months every six months so 2300 every six months so a to annually it's what 4600 yeah. from that one company and then the one that you went with it's like 2000, 2000 a year right yeah yeah so it's like almost half that's a big difference mm -hmm. yeah a huge difference <laughs> <laughs> especially for like someone you guys who's just starting up can you imagine paying that much money and then you know i mean as much as possible for any news company that's just um been a year or two or three years in your case in the business you want to keep your expenses low so mm -hmm. that way because your sales revenue is probably not there yet you know i mean you're trying to figure it out hoping to get busy and every year you're going to get busy you know if you're if you're watching closely like when we started i'm always like 
I'm not saying I'm all numbers, but I also pay attention to the numbers because I have to, as a business owner, I want to make sure that I can compare what I did from this year to last year and the year before, you know, so I can see a pattern, whether we're growing or not. And then also to keep the expenses down so that way we can sustain ourselves, you know, because if at the end of the day, your bottom number is always negative, then you're not doing good <laughs> running your business. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, what else can you share to us, you know, to our viewers that you think is important for them to know? Well, I think it's really important to make sure that you shop around um, mm -hmm. And also make sure that the companies understand what business you, you know, that you're requesting a quote on. Because I know when we were getting bids for ours, they were like, well, what is PDR? I've never heard it. So just really explaining to the insurance, um, to the insurance companies what you are and making sure that you get the right coverage because if something an accident happens i mean it'd be devastating to not have the right coverages and then you get sued and you're not covered or you know you're having to worry about all these other repercussions later mm -hmm. yeah that's what we want to prevent not to you know not to get sued because it can be expensive you know uh -huh. and then i from my experience totally different than yours i think for me in my state, it's hard to just call, you know, almost like cold calling and say, hey, I need an insurance, you know, because almost every one of them. And now, like I said, this was like, what, 20 years ago. I don't know if things have changed now because it's been like 20 years we've been in the business. Um, back then, I had a hard time getting an insurance by just calling a company. And when I did call an insurance company directly, the estimate or the quote they gave me, is like really, really high and expensive. So also I, in the process of me doing my research, I found out that it's better to work with the broker. And I'm like, I don't want to work with the broker because, or a broker company, because it's probably going to be expensive, right? Because they're going to add their fees on that. But then somebody explained to me and said, Mary, you might actually end up saving money if you get a quote from a broker or a broker company, because they have access to a lot of different insurances that you, that I might not have access to. And so they can compare according to my needs and then be able to probably help me out to lower my premium. Now with you, you're a smart girl and you figured it out. Probably, it's probably going to be a lot of hard work, you know, just doing the cold calling and trying to figure out for you because whoever I referred you to didn't work out for you because they don't service New Mexico. And that's, that's usually the case for some of these insurance companies. So tell us the, <laughs> the process of you calling because I think you did call like more than five companies right yeah um so it was so I called a bunch of different insurance companies we had a few that were referred to us by some friends that they said you know might be able to help us um and also I just checked online to see who in New Mexico would cover garage keepers insurance so it mm -hmm. was a little bit of using the internet referrals and just making a bunch of calls. Mm -hmm. 
And then and I was did hoping you find- my insurance, my auto insurance company would cover it, but they don't do garage keepers. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because some people who's new into this, you know, who's new in like um, running a business, they don't know that auto insurance doesn't cover it because it's totally different. So it's Mm -hmm. different coverage. Yeah. So you and, you know, even with my experience, I didn't know that I have to work with a broker. And 20 years ago, we were new in the business, too. So, yeah. And and PDR 20 years ago, no one has ever heard of it. So they don't even know how to cover us. <laughs> They're like, are you a body shop? I said, no, we're just basically it's simple. We just have the tools to go behind the panel and push the net out. We don't take things apart, you know, if you don't have to. Yeah. 20 years ago, no one even have heard of uh, PDR. So it was kind of hard for me. I did. Uh, I was doing a lot of research. Also, we have to determine, you know, um, what kind of coverage we want, because some people, they might not need the coverage that I have, and you might not need the coverage that I have or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, how did you f- figure out or find out what coverage are you going to need, Francis? Uh, you know, just by talking to different companies, how did you figure out, or did they suggest that to you? Uh, no, they all suggested it to uh, to us. Um, but the company that we went to, we all, we got the garage keepers and insurance, but also we just Chris decided he wanted to um, get coverage on his tools since you know we just started off and this is a huge investment so mm-hmm. we also included that in our quote and um those were like the biggest things you know there's pro- there's it covers property damage it covers you know if there's something medical that might happen so mm-hmm. we just looked at all the different ones and after looking at it, we decided that this was the best one. But yeah, there is there is a lot of things in there, but compared to the first one, I mean, there was 20 pages of things that we didn't even know what that was that they were saying that we were getting co- coverage for versus this one, it broke it down and it was like, okay, well, property coverage is this, you know, medical expenses mm-hmm. is this and tools, you know, here is what your coverage is, automobile, this is your coverage. and. So that's okay. how it was easier for us to understand. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Uh, you mentioned earlier to me that they were offering you some coverage or you were asking about it that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Do you remember what you told me earlier? Some kind of a coverage that when you were talking, I remember it and then I forgot. <laughs> why, um, why did I want to interrupt you in the middle of your, your I don't explanation? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> it was funny because it was just like um, 20, 30 minutes ago, probably when we were talking about it, right? <laughs> like, anyways, yeah. Anyways, if we, <laughs> if we forgot about it, I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, folks, this is what happens, you know, when we record and just like... We just, I mean, it's not like we plan for, you know, or we, we practice. This is just like, I like it to be spontaneous. So that way it's more real and authentic rather than like rehearsing or whatever, you know? Yeah. But okay. So that's good. So it's what company did you go with? If you don't want to, um, so you know, if you don't want to. Acuity Insurance is who we went with. 
Okay. Do they just cover New Mexico or do they also cover other states? I didn't ask them. I'm not sure. So, <laughs> so Chris is the one that worked with them more um, for this quote. So I'm not sure if they oh. cover other states or not. Okay. Because, you know, it, you know, I'm just asking because it's interesting if they also cover other states. So for those folks who are not in New Mexico, you know, who are not in New Mexico, let's say they're in other states, you know, maybe somebody or maybe they want to look into acuity. Anyways, how's the business? Kind of changing, you know, the, huh? The business is going good. I mean, we're keeping busy between work full-time job and doing this and you know we mm -hmm. are we got some hail a couple hailstorms recently so Chris has been finishing one car getting another um and a lot of people were waiting for him to come back from San Diego so they could work so he could work on his car so he's constantly in the garage working on cars and he loves that that's good and it's good for you you're keeping him busy <laughs> Yeah, I am. And, you know, I'll go in the garage and just, you know, chit chat with him and see how he's doing. And but he loves doing it. So it's awesome to see the excitement and also seeing when he's done with the car, you know, the before and after. It really is a skill and it takes a lot of patience. Yes. For me, it's like it's good to know that, hey, someone is actually doing good from, you know, just learning this skills and I can say that you guys move really fast because it's just been like a few months ago when Mike trained Chris. And then now you guys up and running, you, you know, you did all your research as to far, you know, as far as starting the business, you know, between the business license, fictitious, probably. Do you guys have, by the way, do you guys do a fictitious business name in New Mexico? Because in California, if you start a business, you need to do an FBN. Do you guys do that in New Mexico or no? So we, well, we had already done our business years ago. So when we went, um, when Chris went to go see Mike and he gave him the plan to be a successful business, a lot of those things we had already done prior to him going. Yeah, but do you, does, Mac, does New Mexico do FBN, like a f fictitious business name? Because no, I don't know I've, if all the states does that. I've never heard of that terminology until you've mentioned it, so I don't think so. But Chris was the one that set it up such a long time ago, but I don't recall him ever telling me oh, about having okay. to do that. Yeah, because here in California, if you have if you want to start a business, you got to think of a name to go to the county clerk and basically apply for a fictitious business name just to make sure that no one is actually using that name. And then from there, it's, it starts. Oh. Yeah. So I don't, I know for a fact that every state's different. So I don't know if you guys do that in New Mexico. That's why I was, I'm just curious. That's why I was asking. Yeah. And I'm not sure because that process we did such a long time ago. And I know we had to get a business license and mm -hmm. register with our state. And of course, you know, the federal but Chris is the, the one that handled it, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what, Francis? It's good to have you on my show. I really appreciate it. And you know what? Are you actually, are you going to MTE Las Vegas? Because we're, we're going to be there August 26th to, I believe, the 28th. 
Mobile Tech Expo we're, in Las well, Vegas. Well, we weren't planning on going to that, but we will be in Vegas. <laughs> so we should oh, definitely get okay, together. So, so you, <laughs> did you just decide now or you are actually going? No, we had already planned to be there. Oh, okay. So I guess um, we're going to see you there. And and by the way, Mike is actually going to be speaking on Thursday. I believe it's at three o'clock. So anyways, I appreciate you and we'll see you at MTE. Don't forget, folks, yeah, MTE okay. on August 26th. Okay. Thanks, Francis. Perfect. Thank you, Mary, for having me on. It was okay. nice seeing you. All right. Okay. Bye. Say hi to Chris. Bye. Okay, folks, I hope this episode have helped you. Don't forget to follow me here at Mary Unapologetic. Until next time, I'm saying goodbye.